All right, I'm going to do my best to uh, speak so that all of you can hear. The people in the front here are going to be the beneficiaries of some shouting, I guess, but um, one of them at least has heard that before, and so uh, appreciate you putting up with me today. And, uh, and the rest of you that are sitting in the front, uh, when it comes to uh, the use of uh, <clears throat> cell phones and texting, uh, I have a favorite and I think this is the right way to pronounce it. Uh, yeah, sure, gladly take a look behind you and up a little bit. Uh, somebody's taking a few pictures of us here today, actually. And uh, I'm pretty pumped about that because uh, some way maybe we'll find a way to put that onto our website or into the... Mind you, you'd probably all have to sign a waiver before we could put that on the website. So maybe we won't be able to do that. But um, Mikey is uh, taking a few pictures of us. So if you all want to wave at him, then uh, feel free to do that because uh, he's around there someplace. When it comes to cell phones and texting, uh, I think this is the right way to say it, I have a favorite emoji. And um, actually, it's, uh, it's not just my favorite. I, I think probably many of you uh, would maybe have one emoji that you use more than any others. By the way, is that the right way to say it? Emoji? Is that the, it's close enough so that you guys at least know what an old man means? Yeah. Um, so, I actually used this emoji long before it was an emoji. So I think actually it's my, it's kind of my thing. I kind of have a trademark or, uh, or maybe a copyright on it. I wish I could have a, a penny every time somebody uses it because uh, it's kind of, it's kind of my favorite. And, um, and I'm going to ask, uh, I, I'm going to go out on a limb a little bit and, uh, and ask if there's anybody here that would venture a guess, uh, to, uh, to say, what do you think? that that uh, favorite emoji of mine uh, might be. Anybody? Um, uh, there's a few. There's quite a few already. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yep. Yep. Thumbs up. That's my favorite. Uh, that's my favorite emoji. Um, I somehow for me, thumbs up uh, speaks about being uh, being positive, uh, feeling positive about things. I don't think anybody has ever used the thumbs up emoji when they were trying to really uh, be negative about something. You know, you, I really, really hated that uh, church service. It, it doesn't go together. And so whenever you use the thumbs up, somehow you are, you are implying something positive. Either I like that, I agree with it, yes, it makes sense to me. Uh, there's all kinds of different uh, messages that you can give with this emoji, but it's, it's always, I think, it's always in the in the positive. Somehow it's, it's positive when you give that emoji. There was a period of time when my kids threatened that if I would ever die, um, that if I would die, when I die, then, uh, then this would actually be what they're going to put on my tombstone. They're going to put a, a thumbs up on my... And, and you know what? That it would probably be the most appropriate place to put uh, a thumbs up would be, would be on a tombstone. And so from here on in, it's... It's thumbs up, even though, like we've already heard here today, here on earth, it causes uh, extreme, extreme hurt and pain, no doubt. Um, so, thumbs up. I, I like people who are thumbs up kind of people. I, I like all people, but I, but I am, am especially drawn to people who are uh, thumbs up kind of people, people who who think positively and, and who express themselves positively and, and who, 
who, um, who see life, not that everything is going perfect for them, not that they don't have any problems, but people who have decided that some of those problems and tough things are not going to keep them, are not going to dictate to them whether they can be happy or not happy and when they can be happy and when they can't be happy and when they can feel joy and when they can't feel joy. People who have made those kind of decisions, and I, I view those people as kind of as thumbs up uh, kind of people. And most of us are drawn toward or drawn to thumbs up kind of people. Uh, most of us struggle a little bit with enjoying spending time together with people who tend to be thumbs down kind of people. Um, I remember in my, uh, in my former life when I was in construction full time and mostly roofing, uh, we had one guy on our crew, on our roofing crew, and he, he was, um, Every morning, now this was a really unique, really interesting kind of a combination of characteristics kind of guy, and I'm going to tell you in a minute what I mean, but every morning we would drive up to, and in the roofing world, it's almost every morning it's a new house. And so you drive up to this new house or this new project, and, uh, and as we would drive up, he had a way of immediately seeing what was going to be tough about this project. And so his eyes would just be drawn toward it. And, and so as you drive up, oh, look at that. I wonder who's going to shingle that peak. Or uh, uh, we don't get paid enough for these kind of houses. Or it, would, it would always be some kind of a, a drawn toward the negative uh, kind of comment. And, um, and all the rest of us, it would psych us out. And, um, and so one day, he was a really good friend of mine too. And so one day I told him, I said, when you do that to us, it psychs us out. And he said, well, don't let it bother you. I'm just saying what I'm thinking. I'm just saying what I feel. And, and I said, yeah, but it makes a difference. Everybody feels it when you have to make these kind of comments first thing. Now, here's the interesting thing about him. And this is a rare thing for a thumbs down kind of person. Um, actually, once we started working, he was the hardest working guy on the crew. And he would go at it, and most of the time he would do one of the toughest parts of the project, and he would do it well. He was one of the best workers on the crew, but all the rest of us, it took us half an hour to recuperate, or longer, from this thumbs-down kind of comment that he had felt obligated to make first off in the morning. Now, most of us are drawn to people who are thumbs-up kind of people. Here's the question. Is that just a personal preference? Or is there something biblical or spiritual about being a positive person? Is it just something that we like? But actually, in the big picture, um, God doesn't care. You can be by nature a negative person if you want. You can be by nature a positive person if you want. It's all in the character. God doesn't really care about that. Um, it's just all a matter of character. And for us, it's all a matter of personal preference. Is being a positive person a spiritual matter? I'm not asking you to tell me right now, but I'm asking you to give that a little bit of thought. And if your answer is yes, then you know what my next question would be. And that question then would be, so what would you base that on? Why would you say that being a positive person is actually a spiritual matter. Being a positive person is actually something that God desires from you, of you, in you. Does God want us to be positive people?
Now, I have to admit that a lot of this positive thinking kind of stuff, I, I somewhat struggle with a little bit. I feel that there's a lot of positive thinking stuff out there that's not necessarily very biblical. Um, this, this, this thing that, you know, if, if you just set your mind to it, whatever you believe in, just believe it hard enough, think it's strong enough, be positive long enough, and good things are going to happen to you. I, I'm not so sure. I, I, I struggle with it. A lot of that sounds and seems rather humanistic to me. It's all about me and what I can make happen and what I can conjure up from within me. And so that's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking rather just simply about the general idea of being a positive person. Is that something God wants from you? Is it something God desires in us? As you think about that, I would like to encourage you to use uh, Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 as something to, uh, to center or revolve your thoughts around. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8, and here is what that verse, some of you I'm sure have memorized that, I'm sure it may even have been a memory verse in Awana or something, uh, I know I, way back I would have memorized it in camp at some point, so some of you uh, have probably memorized this, some of you have read it before. Um, finally, brothers, Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. I didn't read a single negative word in that list. True, right, noble, excellent, pure, admirable, lovely, praiseworthy, all of them positive, uplifting, thumbs up kind of words. And at the end, Paul summarizes, think about those kind of things. Can we say, uh, yeah, yeah, actually, I think there's a pretty good challenge in God's word uh, uh, about being a positive thinking, thumbs up kind of person. Can we say that God encourages positive thinking? Or could we even say God commands positive thinking? Does God want you to do life with a thumbs up uh, kind of emoji? And, and if the answer is yes, then maybe the next question is, so how, how can I do that? How, how do I become that kind of a person? Or, or, or if God is calling me to be that kind of a person, what's the foundation or the basis on which I can I can become or build that kind of a characteristic. Um, is there a good reason for me to be a positive thinking, thumbs up kind of a person? Or am I just supposed to somehow conjure that up from within myself and work harder and harder and more and more and, and try and si play psychological games with myself and, and deny all of reality that's around me, everything that's pointing towards, the, towards things not working out, but I just have to work harder and work harder to try to conjure up from within myself positive feelings because, after all, God wants me to be a positive thinking kind of person. Make yourself believe it. Force yourself to think it. I am healed. I am healed. I am making a lot of money. I am going to be rich. I do know what this means. I will win. I will win. We will win. Just make yourself believe it. Speak it. Say it more and more and more until you believe it and make it happen. You may have heard the story of the man who uh, went to see a counselor. And um, 
during this counseling session, the, the, the counsel uh, simply was, uh, keep on telling yourself, I am healed, I am healed, I am healed, I am healed. Uh, the advice was, was good enough, so, so he left the office and he came to the receptionist's desk and the lady asked him to pay his, uh, his $200 for his one-hour appointment with the counselor and the, and the man was a, little, uh, was a little taken aback and he thought for a minute and then he said to the reception, well, receptionist, well, why wouldn't you just go and tell Mr. Counselor over there to just keep repeating to himself, I have the $200, I have the $200, I have the $200, I have the $200. And we know that's ridiculous. I'm thinking that is not what Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 is speaking about. That's not biblical positive thinking. And so I'm saying there has to be a basis on which our positive thinking is going to be built. If God indeed is asking that of us, then, then what's the basis? What's the foundation um, that we can build our positive thinking uh, mentality upon. And I'm going to suggest it's found two verses earlier than Philippians 4 verse 8 and, and, and that is in, in verse 6. Uh, verse 6 says, Do not be... What is it? Do not be anxious. Do not be anxious about anything. Now that word anxious, I need to explain that very quickly. It comes from a word that means to be pulled in two different directions. All right? And so Paul, the guy writing this, he's experienced with this. He, he understands this. And I can imagine it happening to him even right here as he's writing this book of Philippians. He feels himself being, being pulled in, in two different directions. And he's, he's sitting in jail. And so no doubt he has no idea if he's ever going to come out. And he doesn't know what his treatment is going to be like tomorrow. And so he's, he's being pulled in this one direction. And he's writing to a church where there's people that are arguing and, and people getting on each other's case. And it looks like there might be a church split and, and Paul is worried and he's concerned he's being pulled in the direction of, of being worried and being concerned and being and, 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 and wondering how this is all going to work out and being fearful and, and lacking courage and he's being being pulled in that direction. And at the same time, I think it's fair to say Paul is being pulled in another direction. He, he, after all, he has expressed his faith in a God who's all-powerful, in a God who's almighty, in a God who can overcome, and in a God who is going to build his church regardless of, of what the world throws at it. And he's being pulled in the direction of, of continuing to express faith and, and express trust and, and to believe. And, and then he writes this, Do not be anxious about it. Do not allow yourself to be tugged in two different directions at the same time. But... but but decide which direction you're going to be pulled in or allow yourself to be pulled in. Do not be anxious about anything. And now you're saying, okay, well then, but how in the world do I do that? What? It's, 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 it's so impossible in my world with everything that's going on. How do I, how do I, how do I keep from being pulled in those two, in those two different directions? How, how do I make sure that it's only one direction that I'm going to be pulled in? And, and, um, and I think the, uh, the answer, again, I think is still in, in verse 6, uh, where he said, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and pet uh, petition. And then there's another word there we'll get to in a minute. Um, he says, Present 
your request to God. And, and, and I know this sounds way too simple, but what he's saying is give, give it. Give it to God. Give it, give it to present. Uh, every time I've seen somebody make a presentation, um, somebody is there and somebody gives something to somebody else, but the giver, the one giving it, has to, has to, has to let go at some point. He, he gives, he presents, and then he, and then he lets go. And so we're being invited to give that stuff, to give it, to give it to God, all that stuff that we don't know how. And somebody asked me recently, well, how do I do that, Darren? And, uh, and maybe here we need to take a page out of the positive thinking, the humanistic positive thinking people's um, um, book and say, well, let's start by saying it. Let's start by, by praying it. God, I give this to you. I, I, I'm not feeling it, but I, I give this to you. I present this worry and this, this, this stuff that I don't know how I'm going to deal with and, and this, this stuff that I'm concerned about and the fears that I have and the, and the discouragement, that I, I, I give that to you. I give it to you. And somehow God find a way to deal with it because I want to walk and I want to be pulled this direction and that direction only. Give it to God. I suggest, I believe, that that is actually the foundation on which our positive thinking can be built. Is the fact that we have an opportunity and an invitation to give our worries over to God, to give the negativity over to God, to allow Him to take that so that we can, so that we can walk over here. And then he says, and the peace. And I find that to be a fairly positive word too. The peace um, will come and, and, and annihilate the negative, the negative thinking. Give it, give it to God. Becomes the basis on which our positive thinking the foundation on which our positive thinking can be built. And then uh, still in verse 6, I, I, I want to I throw one more thing at you. I think Paul gives, uh, so he gives the basis, but I think he also in verse 6, uh, he gives an, an antidote to negative thinking. He, he gives uh, an antidote to negative, and uh, maybe we can even say to negative Christian thinking. And I'm going to say that the antidote is... Um, do not be anxious, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving, present your request to God. And so I'm suggesting that, that the antidote to negative thinking is being somebody who expresses gratitude. I, I don't know that I've really seen a lot of thumbs down, negative kind of people who regularly and often express gratitude. I'm so thankful for this beautiful, amazing day, but that water sucks. It, 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 once in a while, but it doesn't really work together very well. Uh, people who regularly express gratitude, regularly express gratitude, they tend to not be thumbs down kind of people. And so I really believe that the antidote to negative thinking is being somebody that regularly expresses gratitude. And there are so incredibly many things that we have the opportunity to be thankful for.
Grateful, grateful, grateful. I suggest that as you head into the next section of verses, 9 to 13, uh, that Paul gives uh, results of positive, uh, being a positive thinking kind of person. And there he goes into words in verse 9, peace, verse 10, rejoice, verse 11 and 12, contentment, verse 13, confidence, Philippians 4, verse 13. Some of you are going to know what that verse says. I can do all things. All I have to do is believe in myself. Well, that's the humanistic positive thinking. But Philippians chapter 4, verse 13 gives us confidence, but gives us confidence in a very different way. It's not just believe in yourself. You, if you believe hard enough, you can set your mind to it, and you can do whatever you want to do. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ. Thank you. Through Christ who gives me strength. It's not going to come from within myself. You can't conjure. None of us are strong enough to keep on conjuring up from within ourselves all those positive feelings and thoughts. that are. Have you ever noticed all those people that make this humanistic speech, you can do whatever you want to do, all you have to set your mind to it, are people who have just finished having an extreme stroke of genius luck. That's what it is. It's luck. Many, many times. Oh, it's not that they didn't work for it too. But among all the others that work just as hard or harder for it, they are the ones that somehow got that, that one last little stroke of luck that allowed them to... It's not from within themselves. Let's get serious. I can do all things through Christ. Through Christ. And so, theme verse for today, Philippians 4 verse 8. He starts off the verse by saying, finally, brothers. And so the interesting thing is he, he kind of, he's talked about all kinds of different life principles and how to do life and, and how to handle tough times and, and how to walk through life and, and how to pray and all kinds of things. And then finally, brothers, right at the end of the chapter here, he says, and you know what? Um, Somehow over all of that and into all of that, pouring into the crevices and the cracks of your life and everywhere, uh, pour into all of that some good, solid, Christian, positive thinking. Think about such things. Excellent, praiseworthy, good. It's an incredible principle. And so I want to encourage you today to be thumbs up kind of people. Positive, dwelling, positive kind of people. I encourage you to check out Philippians chapter 4. Um, if it fits into your reading, Bible reading for this week, then I encourage you to read it once or twice or three times. There's, there's, it's, it's loaded with other principles. And then, and then finally, brothers. Finally, brothers, think about the positive. Is this evidence that God desires for His children to be positive people? Is there something here that gives us a basis for being positive people? Could it be that there's actually a relatively simple antidote for negativity? And that list of results, peace, joy, contentment, confidence, I like it. <laughs>